With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of the Quack Report. The following the first Ducks win of 2022. So let's go. Where's the horn? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are the, the the soundboard. You're your own soundboard. Oh yeah, right. Hold on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> See, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Just sounded a little muffled. You know, we could have probably pulled it up around like the 22,000 hertz area or something like that. (laughs) Is my first degree showing that I actually don't know what I'm talking about to a point? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I am tired. I'm not going to lie. I am tired today. So if I am a little more goofy than usual, that is the reason for it. Okay. But it's not a bad thing always, I guess. So it's more exciting that way. Yeah, there you go. That's, and besides, that's how we get our episodes to a full hour anyways. Yeah, exactly. It's just <laughs> me off my rocker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, <laughs> I mean, we only have the one Ducks game to talk about, which was just a beautiful win. Um, it was a gorgeous game. Yeah, but we'll get to that later. Um, yes. And then we got a couple upcoming games. Uh, but most importantly, we're going to be talking Spider-Man No Way Home from yes. home. From home. Because we're in our homes right now. Yes. So, um we luckily so, yeah. did not get messed up in that movie, which is great. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's going to be spoiler. No, not spoiler free. Spoiler. Spoiler heavy. Spoiler heavy. Thank you. Nothing. Nothing is out <laughs> of bounds. Nothing is out of bounds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, we'll we'll have two very distinct sections of this podcast where the yeah. first half is ducks and the second half is all Spider Man. So if you haven't and seen I, the movie, yeah. The, back out at that point um but you can still stick around for the duck stock because we're we're still spoiler free for right now for now and i i will make a banner as well oh yeah as we as we talk here um yeah i'll make a banner to say like hey we're in spoiler territory and stuff like that so yeah but so far so good so, so. far so good so yeah yeah <laughs> um before we get into the duck stock how was uh your last couple of days nate it's been all right just been trying to hang out but not really able to just doing other things and whatnot um i think i was saying to 
I, I can't remember if I was saying it to you or not, but um, most of like the universities are like even just like uh, like high schools, elementary and that kind of stuff. They all mm-hmm. got pushed because of online or going back just with COVID cases and stuff like that again. Mm-hmm. Um, the only school that I that I know of that didn't get pushed to January 10th is where we go to school, the university of Lethbridge. And I, I kind of wish that we had as well. I could have used just the extra couple of days, honestly, yeah. but did the other universities in Alberta go to January 10th? Cause I know they were going online, but yeah, I, I as far as I know, they went online, but also got pushed. So like, oh, yeah, like okay. my girlfriend doesn't start until, uh, until the 10th now, um, oh right, because she's technically U of C. Yeah. yeah, I know. Like the the college back home is the tenth as well, uh, mm-hmm. Mesna College, and um, but I mean I could be totally wrong on like other schools not starting on the fifth as well. But yeah, um, at least for you, Leth, though, with with us, I I would have been okay to get pushed back just a little bit, just to have a bit more time to relax and that sort of thing. So because mm-hmm. the break was, it, it felt really short. It but, didn't feel like a break. Yeah, it didn't all. really. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad it's not just me no, no, who's like, not, yeah, yeah, I'm just kind of feeling burnt a little bit, not going to lie, but... Yeah, um, I, I'd okay, be curious if, like, what other people think as well, like, in other levels of, of school, like high school, or, like, yeah. even, like, elsewhere, going to university or college. Like, I'd be... Yeah, I'm be curious. So, if we have yeah. any listeners that are uh, in school, let us know if you're, uh, you feel like the break was still too short. Or if you got pushed to January 10th and you're loving it. <laughs> like McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh no, I <laughs> we might get sued for that. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, but um I mean hopefully not. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it was a little pitchy. I I think we'll yeah, there you go. <laughs> the algorithm yeah. won't figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> um oh what was I gonna say now? Totally <laughs> totally took me off my train of thought. <laughs> oh sorry. McDonald's does right. that. Yeah, it does. <laughs> honestly, I'm still kind of hungry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> food. Give me food. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how to help you because I don't even know where what we were talking about and where you. Yeah, were going we were with talking that, so. schools. I don't even remember now. It'll come to me way later, as it always does. That's what yeah. happens. Yeah, exactly. So. so, but how about you? How was how was your last couple of days? Um, pretty chill, honestly. I've just been trying to enjoy the last couple of days before school, but. So I don't yank my headphones out because I did this earlier. I'm going to take. <laughs> um, as we've talked about before on the podcast, I have been waiting for this bad boy in the mail. Nice. Oh, too close. Yeah, I already showed you. So we don't oh, get well, there you go. You got yeah. a solo layout going. If you're <laughs> so, if you're watching us on on YouTube and Twitch, be sure to like and subscribe. Yeah, it really helps it out the channel a lot. It was supposed to get here yesterday, but then they were like, "Nope, tomorrow." So nice. Now it's tomorrow. So it's here and it's downloading things. I have haven't played it yet, but it's here. So Carter got Carter got the Xbox Series X by the way. Oh yeah, (laughs) for the people that are listening. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) he's showing the box of it, and I'm just like, yeah, here, let me blow this up, like just for video and stuff like that. Yeah, (laughs) you got to remember, like this is technically a podcast. People just listen, just listen to this sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But so, as much as we we put work into the video, we obviously appreciate those who just you know listen to it right on your on your mm-hmm. commute to work or something like that. So yeah, we we totally understand if people don't want to look at us. It happens all the yeah, time. Just like it, walking yeah. through the mall and people do the like, shield their <laughs> eyes and don't look, Johnny, don't look. They're like dragging their kids. <laughs> I do it to away. myself when I look in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why I don't have mirrors in my house. Oh, there you go. There you go. 
I mean, it explains, it's a vicious, yeah, it's a vicious I, cycle. I feel so. like not having mirrors explains a lot more than having mirrors in your house. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just bugging you, bud. I'm just bugging you. <laughs> I know. Oh. Um, so yeah, that was the highlight of my last couple days. Anyways. There you go. That's all right. And you said you got everything kind of like downloading right now and such. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty useless now. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's a couple games downloaded that I could play, but I haven't got to actually take her for a spin. But even just scrolling through the menus, I was like, oh man, this is so fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And then, yeah, you're gonna like play games, like go back to your just Xbox One after, and just see oh, how yeah. impatient you are suddenly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Dude, I was impatient before anyways. So. <laughs> <laughs> we got Lindsay chiming in. Hello. Hello, Lindsay. Oh, we will be getting into some Spider-Man talk soon, but I think first we're going to talk some ducks because yeah. kick the ass out of the Philadelphia Flyers last night. Mm-hmm. Where's the ass on a flyer? Well, hold on. Just I hold have that no for a second. The big first question all, on today's show, where is the <laughs> ass on a flyer? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we got to start, you know, like any good, you know, essay, you have to start with just an introduction to the topic. Yeah. So, first of all, what is a flyer? Like, the logo does not help me whatsoever. It tells me nothing. It's a it's a P with wings, and that's why I was kind of wondering last night if I was supposed to be making like plane jokes or bird jokes. Yeah. In because like that's that's what I've been doing on on the Quack Report Twitter when I've been watching games and been live tweeting about it. Right. It's like a, I make you know play on words with the team name that we're against or something like that. So, you know, like I was calling the capitals, like the Eagles or the, you know, like the government buildings or that kind of thing, mm-hmm. just joking around like that. But yeah, I wasn't sure what to do with the flyers last night and with only with them only scoring one goal. Luckily I just had to make one joke and I don't even remember what it was offhand. So let me scroll and find out. <laughs> yeah. Was it plane uh, or bird related? I, I put the quote other, bird team or planes what do we want to go with uh for jokes tonight puts <laughs> one in both. to make it two one <laughs> that was the extent of it <laughs> okay well nhl.com has us sorted out here with a article on flyers history how the team was named and it's long and i'm not actually it's not that long but i'm still not going to read the whole thing i know the um, history of it is like it's not technically anything well that's stupid yeah it was I, if I remember correctly, it was a like name the team contest, mm-hmm. and uh, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. And it, um, oh, what, Quakers what and doing? Ramblers were two traditional suggestions. Oh, there you but, go. Philadelphia uh, Quakers. That would, is there not a team called the Philadelphia Quakers? Um, I don't remember. Uh, there used simple. to be in the '30s. Oh, okay, yeah. maybe that's why I'm thinking of that. Um, and then yeah. the Ramblers was a minor league team. Oh, okay. There, there you go. So, the Liberty Bells. That would have been okay. Oh, yeah. That would have been yeah. sweet. The Bells. E- yeah. Easy logo. Just yeah. put the Liberty Bell on a jersey. I don't know. I think in that case, you you go with just the Bells. Yeah, the Liberty Bells is yeah. dumb. But also, because then you could have the Bells is kind of like a weird... Well, it's I don't know. It's not a great name. <laughs> yeah, but then what was it in the seventies? You had the Broad Street Bullies, because you could have had Triple B, the Broad Street That's true. Bully Bells, or or, or Bell Bullies, or Bell yeah. Bullies. Yeah, yeah, I could guess. have had a few different ideas there. Yeah. So, great logo though. 
Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, this article just brought my attention to it that like flyers is actually F L I E R S, like as in someone who flies, but they did a Y. Yeah. So yeah, I've I just never put that together. Same with like the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like technically, it should be leaves, leaves. but it's leaves. L e a v e e s. Yeah. Did I spell Wait, did you say right? two e's? No, just one. <laughs> it okay. sounded like two, but it was just yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like that one threw me off. Like when I first like heard it, I was like, "That this is actually isn't correct." But like I've never thought about it before. And same yeah. with flyers. So. I yeah. think there's, there's another team name. I can't remember it offhand, but I think there's another one that's like not grammatically correct as well. But I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like a, don't like know. a hockey team, or I think so. Yeah, I think it's an NHL team, but I don't remember. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Okay, but you're probably wrong. Probably. But because I, I don't know the, the, shit. <laughs> so, anyways, Flyers is nothing. So I guess they don't have an ass, which means the Flyers don't shit unless it's against the Ducks, in which case they just shit all over the place. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess Ducks shit all over. Now the I just place have too, a horrible. Now I just have like a horrible visual in my head. <laughs> <laughs> what of like Claude Giroud like scoring a goal and riding his stick past the Ducks bench, propelled by you know. Poop. <laughs> He wasn't even playing in last night's game. <laughs> no, I, I just picked the first flyer that came to mind. So. That's fair. Not caught a hat. <laughs> well, he's not going to score a goal and then ride his stick past the bench. But if he did score a goal against us, I wouldn't blame him for riding his stick. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Yeah, I, I have seen videos of like you know goalies that get goals or that, and they do a celebration. And the other team is mad, and it's like, well, first of all, how about you not let the goalie score a goal on you? And yeah, second right. of all let him have some fun as a goalie you don't get to do that very often so fuck off <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah like how many times have you sullied in front of the goaltender and he does it to you one time and you're all well you can't fucking do that yeah you fucking can shut up sit down <laughs> yeah exactly oh <laughs> <laughs> uh. all right <laughs> why, why we spent so, so long on the flyer's name <laughs> We're we're an educational podcast, obviously. We are an educational podcast. <laughs> it, it could have also been like, you know, store flyers or that sort of thing, right? Could be that. Maybe. Yeah. Yep. They just offer they just offer deals on goals. Mm-hmm. Get a four you can get you can get four for the price of three. Yeah. <laughs> As in three Troy Terry goals. Yeah. Out of four against the Flyers. Nice. I see what you did there. That was nice. Uh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Terry gets his first uh career hat trick. Um love it. Yeah, two goals in the first, followed by an empty netter on a very unselfish play by Max Comtois there to give him the puck. Yeah, and I love that. I think it was Terry after uh, the game as well had said that he was trying to pass it, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> like, not even trying to score the goal. <laughs> uh, but well, yeah, also, it kind of looked like that because the, the yeah. Flyers defender that was in front of him moved to cover the pass, and then Terry was like, okay, I guess I'm just going to shoot I'm this. Just gonna go. so. Yeah. Uh, but that first goal as well, though, I love that, like, nobody knew. Because it sounded like yeah. you hit the crossbar, right? Oh, so yeah, you hear that sound, and it's like, okay, crossbar. Yeah. I think it was, like, the third replay, just as they were looking at it. Like, the horn went off, and I was like, wait a second, was that in? And it's like, yeah, like, the third replay that they showed, I, I wasn't, unfortunately, able to watch, like, the duck stream of this. I had to watch the Flyers one on, uh, like, NBC Philadelphia. But yeah, it was like the third replay that they had finally showed an angle that, yeah, I was like, wait a second, I think that puck went in. Mm-hmm. So, but I love that. Just yeah, yeah, like nobody knew, like not yeah, even no one on the ice, not even the players. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's all like, oh, okay, fine. 
like thank yeah. god for video replay in, tr- in toronto that oh you yeah because because otherwise it could have been yeah three one game or mm-hmm. well, i guess yeah three one could have still been four one who knows in an yeah, alternate timeline true. that one doesn't count and there's mm-hmm. still another goal scored yeah you know <laughs> potentially yeah <laughs> but a couple empty nets maybe i don't know yeah who knows? but um yeah, but I love that nobody, nobody yeah. knew. I find it surprising that like they like Toronto still looked at the the play to see if it was in right. Like I think because, they, lo- I think they look at every single one. Like yeah, but that would be exhausting. Like especially on nights where there's you know like fifteen games going on. Like oh, yeah. you have somebody watching every single game, looking at every single shot to see if it went in. Like yeah. for one <laughs> like that, like when nobody thinks it went in. Like if I was employed to do that, I wouldn't look at that play. I'll tell you that. Like, oh yeah, post a note easily. Like, I, I guess yeah. uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. Maybe if that was my job and I was like, they're all looking at overhead about that. cams. Yeah, probably is what it is. Yeah, that's that's probably it. So, yeah. um, so yeah, but like I, I don't know. Like usually when I see that type of play, it's like th- the guy that shot the puck, or there was like another player. With, like trying to get a backdoor pass they and sees have, it like, goes in. He's like, oh yeah, that was in. And then like every, yeah. but everybody just keeps going. They're like, okay, well, I guess we'll, we'll keep going and then Toronto will figure it out eventually, right? But yeah. the fact that there was nobody doing that on the play, like it, it's, it blows my mind that people actually looked at it. Yeah, because so. you just heard like a massive, what sounded like a ring off the crossbar, right? So it's just yeah, like, oh, exactly. okay. hit the crossbar and we're continuing mm-hmm. play. Yeah, because the it angle didn't even take was, a weird bounce. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, exactly. Like the angle exactly was the exact same. So, but <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like unintentional accuracy that he hit the camera that perfect that mm-hmm. it didn't have an odd angle come off. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Just like square at the front. Perfect. Yeah. I couldn't like, do it any better. Nobody's like that's probably never going to happen again. Honestly. Yeah, not not to that degree, at least. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like it'll be like it's like a one in a million kind of shot, like from that angle oh, yeah. specifically. Yeah, exactly. Like I I can't, honestly can't think of a time where a goal was scored and nobody knew. Yeah, exactly. Like, absolutely nobody. Like I, I don't know, maybe the person that had the the seats right behind the flyers net and was like they were staring at the goal. Maybe they would have seen it. Yeah, because like, there wasn't even a reaction in like the crowd or anything besides, you know, like the the groan that normally happens when when you hit the post or a crossbar. Yeah, that yeah. was kind of it. Wasn't anybody like going ah, it's like cheering or that sort of thing. So yeah, <laughs> but so yeah, super weird. But um, obviously we're same. gonna take it. Yeah, goal's a goal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, it, like it it was a goal. It's not even like it was like a bad goal. It was like a really nice goal. Just yeah, perfect it, shot. It was yeah. It was perfect. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and that is what we expect from Troy Terry at this point. Yeah. And I mean, there, he, he yeah. didn't disappoint. Like, he oh, no. got a nice tip in that nobody knew went in. He got absolutely turned on the Jets and embarrassed Sanheim and, and Carter Hart <sighs> for his second one. That was a really nice play. And that then was a nice he, move in front. Just yeah. like and the then he little like, yeah. side, side stop with his left foot there as well, just to throw oh, yeah. it off and off. Yeah. Yeah. On on heart, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That move against Sanheim, like that was just so smooth. <laughs> Where he's like, "I'm going this way," and oh, the puck's behind you, and might as well just retire at that point. Yeah, <laughs> not not to take anything away though from Troy Terry, but it wasn't even the best play of the night in the NHL. At least there was there was a lot of games going on. Mm-hmm. But did you see? So I'm gonna oh, side yeah, yeah. You for a second. I know exactly where. Yeah, you saw the Kale McCarr move, hey? Oh yeah. 
like at first you're like okay he had this like stop and turn and i was like oh okay that's pretty good and then just this hurt me because it's my favorite goalie but just threw flurry's jock strap into the rafters oh yeah holy (laughs) shit (laughs) yeah flurry so hard on that but like that's one that honestly you're just like i'm not even mad yeah (laughs) you can't be yeah no and honestly makar is making such a strong push to show why he should be the Norris winner this year for defenseman of the year. Mm-hmm. He's making oh, a yeah. very strong case. Yeah. What's he at for points now? Like he's, he's got to be ridiculous. up there. He's really taken right. off. I know he was injured for a bit. So his, his points are probably going to be lower than we expect, but, um, but yeah, yeah it's, it's insane. Sure 25 games that. played and 28 points, 14 as goals, 14 assists as a defenseman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, his average time on ice. Oh, fuck, I hate the NHL website. <laughs> like, you could clip just that and apply it to anything. The NHL yeah, related. Right. <laughs> um, okay, hey, we're gonna Since we're gonna do we're gonna do the uh, at the skills competition. We're gonna do like the the thing where they were shooting off the platform and only like three pucks going. We're gonna do that again. Fuck, I hate the NHL. <laughs> yeah. Um. Since apparently they only show time on ice uh, when you look at game logs, not you know season stats or anything like that. Um, oh, it doesn't show like your average. No, it doesn't show your average, which is stupid. You I can find it on like another website, but or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like he's playing anywhere between like twenty-two and twenty-eight minutes a night. I mean, twenty-eight minutes was in overtime against Chicago just the other night. So mm. normally twenty-two to twenty-six um, minutes a night, which is. Obviously, huge minutes for number one defenseman. But um, I made the mistake of just typing in Makar, so I'm just getting like all different articles about this goal. But oh no, here's elite prospects. We'll find average time on ice now. Um, nope, guess not. Okay, never mind. We're done. We're done. Yep. Um, <laughs> can't find it. It's he's he's doing well. Anyway, doing well. <laughs> but it's him, please. Gelbacar is 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 pretty good. Troy Terry mm-hmm. is very good. That is yeah. a hashtag that's been going around. Yeah, I saw that. Twitter. Yep. It's good shit. I, I know you're um, not as active on Twitter, so I I, I try to bring that up. If yeah. I, can. I I spend about two minutes of Twitter t- two minutes on Twitter a day, so I get like this much of what's going on and. Today let's, I saw the Troy Terry is very good hashtag and that's let's it. Let's <laughs> see. Okay, you spent about two minutes. You th- okay, here actually you can pull it up on your phone. On Twitter? No, like just you can pull up uh okay, so here, go to go to your home screen, which by the way, mine's yeah. Mark Andre Flurry. Mm-hmm. Uh and if you like just swipe all the way till you get to this thing. Oh, for my screen time. Yeah, that's, your screen time. You okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How much how much do you have today on Twitter? Um um, I'm just curious. It's loading. Sorry. Uh, All right, there it is. Um, oh, gotta throw more. I apps. know mine's just uh, too one much. minute. <laughs> one minute. Okay, I yep. uh, I beat you by an hour and three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. and that's just today. It's it's not great. It's not great. Hey, you're Twitter, on a, Twitter. You're on holidays still. It's all good. I, oh, I had my first class today. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How long was your class? An hour and four hour. minutes? Yeah, it was an hour. <laughs> okay, it's, it's adding up now. <laughs> <laughs> I got a chunk of strawberry there. 
I saw that. That was, was good. amazing was watching tasty. you make out with that love Starbucks love cup. I'm a snack because <laughs> I'm drinking. <laughs> um, what the fuck is this show come to? I have no idea, man. <laughs> We've talked about where the ass is on a flyer and Troy Terry's hat trick for half an hour. So yeah. almost half. Well, 20 minutes. Um, Let's talk about John Gibson um, coming up with some big saves, stopping 28 of 29 shots. Uh, Give him the Vesna. The there. Give him yeah, the Vesna. Honestly, it should be. <laughs> I mean, it's it's so hard to argue for a Vesna candidate when Vasilevsky's in the league. That's like argue for someone not named Vasilevsky, right? But yeah. Um, but man, Gibson's got to be in talks like at some point, right? Like he made this team like competitive over the last few years and like. When I say competitive, I mean, you know, competing for anything besides last place in the league. But yeah. We, we would be without him. Last place in the league last yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this season, like, obviously, there's the emergence of Troy Terry, the resurgence of Getzlaff, the young rookies in Zegers and Drysdale that are making this team really good, um, as well as everybody else that's been around for a while. But, like, without John Gibson, this team would be fucked. Like, <laughs> like honestly, like, yes, eventually, yes, <laughs> yes. Stellars is a good goalie, but he's he's a backup. We've seen that time and time. He's good again. in like, spurts, right? Yeah, he comes in for a game or two here and there, and he's awesome. That, yeah. That's exactly what we need him for. That's what we pay him to do, and it's perfect. I have zero complaints about that. But if Gibson goes down and Stellars has to play for a couple weeks, you see the. You, you go like Slowly this, and then start, uh, it starts yeah. to come down. So yeah. it's, yeah, like Gibson better get some Vesna votes this year. Is, oh, absolutely. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. Gibson with Vesna votes, Zegris with Calder votes, 100%. Mm-hmm. Drysdale for Norris, Eakins for, um, Eakins for Coach of the Year. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. So just because, like, the, the crazy part is that we're looking at this team who is here. Can I pull up this? I got standings here. Who's currently second in the Pacific division. And we're not far behind Vegas either. Right? No. Yeah. Like, we're what, three points or something. Uh, two points, two points and the same amount of games played. Mm-hmm. This team last year finished with the second best odds for the first overall pick. Mm-hmm. They finished 30th out of 31 teams. Yeah, and now they are sitting second in the division. Mm-hmm. Like that's it's insane. You look at the keen contributors to it, and they have to be recognized. I think. Well, oh, I know yeah, we're sure. we're so far away. Like we're we haven't even played half our games yet, right? We're we're a few yeah. away here still, but you can't look at the numbers that the Ducks are doing, even with the little skid that we've had over the last few games. It happens. But you can't not look at that and be like, there has to be at least one award, I would think, coming the Ducks' way. Oh, yeah. There if has not, to be. Like, it's a joke. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a joke sometimes anyway, but <laughs> we won't get into that. But yeah, like, you go from 30th to 11th currently in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right. not even it's like we're in a weak good. division. Like, 11th in the, um, 11th in the whole league is pretty solid like obviously it's you, you know there's four divisions so theoretically the weakest second place team should be like eight at minimum so yeah we're a little bit lower down but um it's like still to be 11th in a league of 32 teams like that's that's pretty huge like you said coming from like we've moved up 20 spots since last year yeah 
Like, or no, 19. Because there, yeah. there was 31 last year. Yeah, yeah. So, so the second place teams in the other divisions here. Why is this not working? There we go. So in the central division, it's St. Louis, who is currently sitting 10th in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, in the east. Uh, and the we're Atlantic, tied with St. Louis, technically. In, yeah. In points, anyways. Uh, the Atlantic Division, you have Florida in second in the division, second in the league. Um, yeah, that's that Atlantic that, division. The Atlantic division just, we're, <laughs> just be glad we're not in the Atlantic. Yeah, pretty much. And Washington, uh, second in the Metro, who is currently sitting fourth in the league. Yeah. So, but yeah, that <laughs> that fucking uh, Atlantic division is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Isn't Toronto like third or fourth? Oh no, you said Washington was fourth. In the uh, Toronto was sixth in the league. Sixth, yeah, but they're like third in the division. Yeah. So. Oh my god, I gotta turn this. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it, it's insane. Yeah, it's we're doing all right. We're doing mm-hmm. all right, and I like it. <laughs> yeah, there's no complaints. Like we were, we had no hope at the beginning of the season. Um, yeah. We were we were excited about the first win of the year. We were like, "All right, let's hold back expectations here." And like, even up until the Christmas break, we're still going. Okay, like, are are we sure? Are we sure? When is the when is this team gonna shit the bed and like drop out of the playoff (laughs) spot? And I mean, knock on wood, hopefully it doesn't happen. But like, yeah, it's it's great to watch. And yeah, um, you know. Even if we do drop out of a playoff spot in the second half of the year, like at least we got some exciting hockey for the first half and like can see the potential of this team and know that we don't yeah. need to just blow it up. Like we're I think we're all honestly just a few pieces away from becoming a contender. And and a few years as well. Like obviously those guys yeah. still need to develop, like Terry. Um we're not getting what we need from Comtois. Zegris is still young and he's not even close to putting up like the numbers he's going to in his prime. Mm-hmm. So like my only but you can hope. see the potential in those guys, and yeah. then you just know we need, like, okay, maybe another defenseman. Maybe we need another top six forward. And then, and then like, that's it. That's really all we can ask for. And then maybe yeah. a coach that is going to take us all the way, like the um, like the Tortorellas or the, the Babcocks. John Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. John Cooper, um, who's the, the short guy in New York. Barry Trotz. Oh, for the Islanders. I went straight to the Rangers. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't, you couldn't read you, my mind. Tells you what team I think is the New York team. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking Islanders, but then I said New York. So, yeah. Yeah. If, if, yeah. if you would have said New York, I would have said Rangers too. But, exactly. Um, but yeah, like those the types Dave, of coaches that. Of the league, right? Oh, wait. No, sorry. <laughs> okay. That, that's low. <laughs> that's just the Oilers fans in general. We're a Ducks podcast, it's in the same division. That's true. But um, also, I'm loving the soap opera that's coming out of there over the last couple of days since that loss. What was that last? That was just last night. And like uh, two nights ago. Two nights Monday ago. Night. Okay. Yeah. And like Dave Tibbetts already like going back on what he said of like backpedaling, right? Because, mm. you know, Koskinen had some words about it and stuff like that. Oh, and that's funny. Yeah. He's just like, he's already backpedaling of like, oh no, it was taken out of context. It's like, okay, well, we all saw the context, though. That's mm-hmm. that's not out of context. Like, yeah. you basically blamed it on Koskinen. <laughs> he, he was trying to. I, I was reading. He was trying to say that it was just for like the first five minutes of the game, and it's like, no, that's not what you said. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. But yeah, um, I don't know. I don't really have anything else to add about this game besides the usual. 
It was so. good. The the impressive part to me, I think, was the fact that yes, Philadelphia also had some guys out, but we did it without six of our players out due to COVID mm-hmm. or injuries, right? And they were like some of those guys were like big contributors, that sort of thing, right? Like Getzlaff. Yeah. Um Oh, one other thing I want to bring up though is the fact sure. that Milano tried. What are, what are we calling the move that Zegris pulled before Christmas? I've seen the Anaheim, uh, I've seen the Zegris, I've seen the Dish again. Uh, but it it, I, it's up to you. Yeah. Okay. I know we'll, what go you mean, the, we'll go with the Dish again. I like that one. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, but Milano tried to pull it off as well, and he oh, had yeah. the right idea. Just no one was there for it just yet. <laughs> But yeah, he like, has to flip oh, it over man. the net. He, he's the only one that has the hand-eye on that team to, I think, do it. So he has to flip it over the net, skate around, and then bat it in. <laughs> the, the hand-eye coordination on Sonny Milano, like, is amazing and feels... It's it's one of those things that feels illegal, but it's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's, it, he just has it so much more over everybody else. that mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. So, yeah, it's not even fair, honestly. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, so yeah, that, was, that, was a, that was a nice highlight. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, just because you brought it up here, the uh, the fact that we had like um, six guys out and, you know, before the game, nobody knew who was going to be playing for the Ducks. Like, I was uh, yeah. seeing things on Twitter and Reddit. It's like, if you live in Anaheim and you can skate, like, the Ducks need you because yeah, it's exactly. like, who the fuck <laughs> do we have left? Like, we've... <laughs> um, it was... Oh, yeah. Um, so I want to know how many to be Gibson's bench warmer. <laughs> yeah, right. So our fourth line was Buddy Robinson, Bryce Kindop, and uh, Bo Grew. Well, <laughs> Buddy Robinson has 31 NHL games played. Um, yeah, I think like four of them are this year. Like, <laughs> uh, he's played 10 this year. Oh Jesus! Ducks, okay, apparently, yeah. <laughs> um, I have no sense of time. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Bryce Kindop, uh, yeah, that was his first NHL game, so I was pretty sure, but wanted to double check, so add one there. Bo Grew, how many of you played? 17. So, our fourth line, who only played, like, six minutes the other night, which is understandable and totally fine, they had a combined 49 NHL games played, and they were on the line together. (laughs) And there was no complaints. Like, none at all. Like, at least when you're looking at the lineup, it's not as bad as the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. How it is there right now. Like, yeah. straight up, like, there was a there's a notification that popped up on my watch of, like, yeah, this player and this player from the Canadiens are in COVID protocol. And I'm like, cool. Who the fuck are they? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, these aren't names that I recognize. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And, like, they, uh... They've had guys, I, I forget who it was specifically. I, I was listening to the Jeff Merrick show, though, when they were talking about this. How there's one guy who started the year in the ECHL. For the like for the in the Montreal Canadian system, I forget who their uh, ECHL affiliate is, but like he started playing there this year, and he's, I think like middle six now for the Montreal Canadians. Oh, oh boy, yeah, <laughs> because of like how goal. wrecked they are right now, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. I I honestly got a feel for them, dude. I'm gonna find it so funny if. Arizona puts together the team that they did in this offseason and they end up finishing 31st in the league because Montreal oh. just has like no well I mean even before they had a bunch of guys lost to COVID they had well they were missing Price and they were missing Weber who are huge guys for that team and then they had like no chemistry with their team and now COVID's just ruining like when was the last time the Canadians won a game 
Uh, here, I'll pull it up. Let me take a look here. Because, like, I don't know. I find it hard to believe that you can come back from that. <laughs> loading, 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 loading. Why is this taking so long to load? It's okay, I'm on it. Oh, they beat <laughs> they beat Philadelphia on December 16th. Um, that was their <laughs> only win of December. Um, oh. they, beat, they beat Pittsburgh in on November 27th, 6-3. So, oh my god. Yeah. That has to be like the biggest fall from grace if they were to end up like 30th, 31st, 32nd. That mm-hmm. has to be the biggest fall from grace of like at least the expansion era. Oh yeah. Right. To go from, you know, the Stanley cup finals mm-hmm. all the way down to like the bottom three of the league in one year. Yeah. I, I can't think of any team in uh, recent memory that's fallen that far. Like there's been teams that have made the cup final or like the conference finals and then not been Don't as good or like here. just missed out of a playoff spot or whatever. Yeah. I was going to say like the worst I could think of otherwise would have been, uh, what was that? 2006. Carolina and Edmonton both missed the playoffs after making it to the finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's well, the worst I can think of. Otherwise, yeah. Well, I'm sure year, there's something else since yeah. then. But I, I mean, I, Dallas comes to mind from just a couple of years ago. Like they, oh yeah, they same thing against Tampa Bay made the conference fi- or the Cup final. Sorry, and then I, I think they missed last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So, but I mean, it, like it wasn't like that bad. Team to be like mathematically eliminated. Or no, maybe not that early, but like yeah. what, they were one of the first ones at least. Yeah. What season was that? That was the 2021 season. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess I should spe- specify NHL. Um, <clears throat> and where did they Where they dip down to? In the league. Where did they go? Uh, they were 17th in the league, so. Oh, okay. That's not horrible. Yeah, but um, in terms of like the division, they were quite a ways. Excuse me. Um, where the what fucking division are they in? Oh, there it is, Central. Right, the divisions got all moved around. I mean, yeah, they kind of yeah. just missed out. <laughs> yeah, they were fifth in the division, four points behind Nashville. So um, okay, yeah, that 06 season that you're talking about, though, um, or 06 07. Did you have I the guess. number up? Holy shit. 0607 Buffalo finished first in the league with 113 points. <laughs> Atlanta third with 97. Okay, sorry. This is a Atlanta. Oh wait. oh wait, sorry. This is the um this is the conference. Oh, and that's back where they oh, when okay. the first that's back when the first in the division was um I mean Buffalo Buffalo's true. They won the President's Trophy that year, but Atlanta third in the division, it's because they were or third in the conference, it's because they were first in the whatever division. Oh, okay. Um, the Southeast. Yeah. With Tampa, Carolina, Florida, and Washington. I had a so. magnet board that had like those divisions. It was like the Northeast Division or the Northwest Division. You had the Pacific. You had the South Central and something else. Uh, Pacific, Northwest, Central, Southeast, Northeast, and Atlantic. Oh, yeah. There was a bunch of them. Yeah, there was there's only like five, like five, I think like five teams. Am I doing that math yeah. right? Yeah, five, five teams were. Yeah. So, but that was because it was just based off like your your playoff seeding was based off the conference results. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
which I, which I kind of wish we would go back to. I, I liked it, honestly. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of nostalgic I'm, for it, honestly. I'm just not a crazy fan of the wild card, personally. I I know that might be a bit of a hot take, but I I'm yeah. not a fan of it. It's it's not that I hate the wild card. It's just that I prefer the conference. Yeah, because you could technically so, have teams you get that more better finish, matchups. I think. Yeah, you could have teams that technically finish better in the standings, but because mm-hmm. of the wild card placement and that sort of thing, finish ahead or like yeah. they they don't go in right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just looking at the time here, and we still have Spider Man, <laughs> and I know that's not going to be a short conversation. Yeah, it's not going to be either. <laughs> so, um, so let's move on to some news here. Um, the Ducks uh, have officially formed a committee. Um, to, you know, search for a new GM that they're going to have to do in the offseason. So um, Nate's got a tweet, tweet here um, via Pierre Lebrun at Pierre V. Lebrun on Twitter. Hearing that the Anaheim Ducks have formed a GM search committee, which includes team CEO Mike Schulman, Scott Niedermeyer, Paul Correa, and president of business operations Aaron Teets. Obviously, owners Susan and Henry Samueli, Samueli are also part of things. So... Um, yeah, I think it's cool that they got Niedermeyer and Korea on there to help find a, mm-hmm. the next GM. So, um, and then obviously the usual suspects as well there. So, yeah, the search is on. I'm glad they're doing it now because with the team in a playoff position, you kind of have to know what you're getting into and um, mm-hmm. how much rope you can give Solomon at the trade deadline. Like, are you going to let him like make a big trade? Are you going to let him just maybe acquire a couple depth pieces for later round picks? Like. Um, he can he do whatever he wants because he's most likely going to be the GM next year. Like he he needs to know that. Like what can this team do? Because obviously they yeah. are in a playoff spot. They have earned you know, uh, I guess the right to you know make the team better. Like mm-hmm. the like the players themselves have have earned it. And like you don't just want to go into the playoffs like with the team you have because. I don't think they can make a big splash. Uh, yeah. How they are, like I, I just think you need like a couple more depth guys because injuries. There's, obviously yeah, happen. I think there's, I think there's two reasons why you wouldn't be seeing any deals made. One is you think this is the team to take you there, which I don't think it is. No, <laughs> sorry, but no. <laughs> the other is that you're wanting to see as well if this is a flash in the pan. Yeah, from. Like obviously from watching the Flames uh, as well, I think it was yeah 2015. That was a not great decision year, I think, because they made mm-hmm. it to the second round, getting beat by the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, mm-hmm. The Flames thought they were fine and competitive, and yeah. it didn't really work out. Right? It, it was just mm-hmm. kind of almost luck that they made it that far. Or even yeah. like made the playoffs alone, right? Mm-hmm. So and it kind of set them back a little bit. You don't want that to happen here, especially with these young guys, right? You want to you want to have them have a competitive team sooner rather than later. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. you, yeah, I, I think that's that would be the only reason, um, logical reason that you wouldn't really have any changes besides, mm-hmm. you know, if you if you don't find a GM in time for the trade deadline, right? It's yeah. like, okay, go have the experience, get the taste of it, and we'll continue to build from here. So, yeah. Um, I just looked up when the trade deadline actually is. Um, I thought it was usually in February, but I guess this season with all the breaks, it makes sense in it's March. later. Yeah, yeah, it's March 21st. So, by that point, assuming oh, the schedule still ends at the end of April, um, 
Ducks, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, about seven weeks of um, worth of games. Uh, yeah, it looks like three games a week. Go. So yeah. 21 games left, like in an 82-game season, that's 61 oh, games played. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, 61 games is not a small sample size by any means. Like usually no. you would see some regression if this team wasn't for real by that point. So I think come trade deadline, if this team is still in a playoff position, they're still at whatever our points percentage is. Um, almost almost 600. Yeah. And you're second in the division. Like I think that means this team's for real. Like you got to make some acquisitions here. So yeah, you can make something to just help you try to go deeper. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Not but, nothing big, yeah. but um, it means we don't trade Raquel. It means we, you know, get a couple maybe depth defensemen or, you know, bottom six forwards or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I don't think first overall pick or sorry, first round pick is uh, on the table. On the table, yeah. No. Maybe second if maybe. we have that even. Yeah, that's I think a good question. Do. I don't see uh, why I'll, we I'll, I'll check Bradley here. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, long story short, you know, they they need to figure this out now and see what their options are. Because there's still good GMs out, out there. Not saying Solomon's yeah. not a good GM, but um But if you're if you are looking outside, right? Like that's yeah that's obviously the reason that this committee is formed is because they are gonna look outside. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. If if they were confident in it being Solomon still, we wouldn't have been hearing about this yet at least, I don't yeah. think. Mm-hmm. So but maybe we would have anyway actually. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just I'm spitballing at this point. Uh, Sorry, what are you looking up I again? Not, uh, what picks we have this year still? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we still have our first, our second. We don't have our third. We have our fourth. We have two picks in the fifth round, ours and Toronto's, which was uh, what was the Toronto pick from? That's a good question. Uh. Oh, right. Uh, we traded Ben Hutton for their fifth. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, forgot about that. Yeah. So, I don't know. If we don't have a third, I don't know if I necessarily want to trade our second. Um, yeah. But uh, this could be a conversation for another time. Yeah. <laughs> we have Nashville's sixth, and we don't have a seventh. Okay. <clears throat> so, we got, si- yeah, six picks this coming year. So That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's still pretty good. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, let's uh, let's talk upcoming games here. Um, Thursday versus Detroit at 7 p.m. Uh, and Saturday versus the Rangers also at 7 p.m. So a couple games to look forward to between now and the next episode there. Um, Good. Starting with Detroit, um, they're not a bad team. They're, I'd put them in the same kind of wheelhouse as Philadelphia. Yeah. So, um, can't take them lightly because like, they can steal some games, but also not really not a, not a contender i guess yeah currently detroit uh, at least at the time of this recording uh detroit is currently sitting one point out of a playoff spot mm-hmm. uh in the wild card there uh 34 games played 35 points boston is ahead of them with that second wild card spot uh 29 games and 36 points so it's going to be hard to get back into that obviously yeah um but I mean, that's also an improved team, right? Um, yeah, from last year. 
for sure. Yeah, you got uh, Lucas Raymond, and I always I, I always forget the other rookie that's been going off the defenseman. Decider, um, yeah. Um, you know they have Adelkovic there now as well in nets, right? Like this is a team that is also on the rise again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for gotta sure. trust the uh, the Iser plan, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so like, that, that's just terrifying, though. Like any team that has Steve Eiserman at this point at the helm of it is a team to be feared no matter what. So oh yeah, um, definitely sure. don't be. I wouldn't be taking Detroit lightly going into this game. We have a tendency no. to do that sometimes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I. I don't think so. Considering they're three points ahead of Philly with an extra game played, like very similar teams, you go in with the same mindset, and I think this yeah. is a this is a one game. It should, in my mind, it should yeah. be anyways. So hopefully, um, the Rangers on the other hand is going to be tougher. They're currently top of the Metro, forty eight points in thirty four games, uh, good for Sitting. third in the league. Yeah. So um, obviously, there's Zabanajed, who's a huge threat. Shesterkin in net. Um, Adam Fox on defense, who just you know won the Norris last year. <laughs> Chris Kreider, the power play specialist, apparently. Like um, they've got some good players on that team. Then they're a very good team, obviously. So this one, I don't have as high hopes for. But if we can be competitive, um, I'm happy. Yeah, their current points leader is uh, Panarin with 36, 10 goals uh, on the year. Forgot about him too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, their goal leader is Chris Kreider, who has 20 goals on the season. And their assist guy is Adam Fox, who has 30 of his 35 points being assists. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's, yeah, it's a little ridiculous. <laughs> it's a scary team, for sure. Um, if uh, if you're a betting person, I, I don't think New York's a bad bet for the Cup this year. Um, yeah. I mean, they haven't been a bad bet for the last few years, really. I thought I mean, it was going to be last year, and it didn't yeah. work out as well. <laughs> they were a weird team last year. I don't know yeah. what was going on with them, but yeah, this they're, this year looks like they could be scary. So yeah, and their faceoff guys too this season. Like it's 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 going to be a challenge for you know the minimal center depth that we have currently, just with guys being out. Right? Yeah, uh, you got Banajad leading the team uh, in faceoff win. Uh, wins fifty one point two percent of his faceoffs. He's winning. Ooh, that's a lot. Which is yeah, good. Uh, Barkley Goudreau right behind him at forty nine point two. I'm I'm rounding here. Just a one decimal point. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Ryan Strom being the worst at it at forty three point five, which is still pretty good. That's still that's still decent enough. So yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. I, I actually haven't really looked at our center guys to see who's leading in those categories. Let me take a yeah. look here. And just for comparisons. Yeah. At this point as well, Zegris and well, Zegris should be back. Getzlaff may be back by Saturday. It's hard to say. Um so we should have some guys yeah. coming back with hopefully. COVID, so uh it's currently for for yeah for some reason it's just showing Getzlaff and Lundestrom. Getzlaff is at fifty six point seven percent uh, Lundestrom at uh, 47.4. Okay. Yeah, no, those, those are decent numbers. And watching Zegris, I'm sure he's been fine this yeah. season as well. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the upcoming games to talk about. So, um, yeah. Oh, here, if, wait. Sorry, I, I did find yeah. the oh, yeah, go ahead. numbers here. Uh, Zegris is currently 41.3%. 
Okay. Yeah. No, that's 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 similar to what Stroms were. Yeah. But yeah. No, I'm yeah not concerned about that. But much, like so. even like Sam Steele, I don't think he's taken nearly as many as far as I can recall. Fifty-two percent. Um, mm-hmm. where did uh, where did that go? Where did you go, Henrik? Come back here. Yeah, I don't think Henrik's been taking very many as well this year, but he's at fifty-seven currently. Oh shit, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, okay. Well, that's uh that's our ducks talk. Went a little longer than we thought, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else is new? <laughs> what else is new? Yeah. So on the other side, we'll be talking Spider Man. So if you've seen the movie and want some Spider Man discussion, be uh, no way home discussion, I should say. Be sure to stick around for that. Um, very spoiler heavy. Um, Nate will get the banner going. So uh, if anyone drops in, that um, you you're there. You can back out easily. Um, but if you haven't seen the movie, thank you for getting this far, and uh, we'll see you next time. And uh, you can always come back and listen to the Spider Man talk. But yeah, for now, we will uh, uh, take a quick break and see you guys on the other side. Hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that will make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. The NHL got rid of ties in, what, 2005? So you know somebody's going to light the lamp. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, don't you worry about it. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Again, it's a no-brainer. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code THPN, throw down just $1 on any NHL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. Again, it's a no-brainer. So use promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I got it to fit over. <laughs> nice. I can't because like it's just a one size fits all thing, so I'm actually yeah. too tall for it. it yeah, it, yeah, it just doesn't work. So. The worst part was the headphones. I was trying to put. Yeah. If, if you're just listening to this, I was trying to put the hood of my Spider-Man onesie that Carter and I just happen to have matching ones of. I was yeah. trying to put the hood. Look at, up. Look at this. Look at us. Let's go. <laughs> I Dude, just wear I'm this gonna roast myself. It, it's it's like it was already hot in my uh, <laughs> recording space here, and now that I've got this on, like there's there's no hope. There's no hope. Yeah, I'm gonna be so sweaty by the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All uh, right, I am but, going to give us the warning here. If you're listening to this, we are now in spoiler territory. For Spider-Man. No way home. (laughs) Where do you want to start on this movie? (laughs) There is so much to talk about with this movie. (laughs) Yeah, right? Okay. (laughs) Believe it or not, (laughs) let's start at the end. At the end? At the end. The the scene with Venom. Because (laughs) you you totally called it. We got to at least start there. (laughs) 
All right. And this was like a total fluke. I'm not like, I'm not going like, oh, this is what shit, like, this is going to happen or that sort of thing or like, you know, going off of like any comic thing. So I had made a joke that I was like, there's no way that Marvel and Sony would have the balls to do this. It, it just, I, I felt like it would like just make fans like upset or that sort of thing. Right. And I'm like, there's no way they're going to do this. So basically, I'd made the joke that I would love it if Venom didn't show up for the entire movie. And at the end was like, you know, going towards the final battle. And just before he gets there is when everybody goes back to their original realities or something mm-hmm. like that. And I just made that as a joke. I'm like, that'd be funny as hell. Just to like, you know, build up these expectations. And I just be like, no, yeah. you're not getting uh, Tom Hardy and Tom Holland together. And sure as shit, I started laughing in the theater <laughs> with that post credit scene. Because, yeah, they're like, let's go talk. I guess let's go to New York and talk to this spider guy. And they're suddenly sent back. And I was just laughing. I'm like, holy shit, I didn't actually expect them to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. I, um, I was laughing as well. And, um, I mean, pretty much everyone in the theater was because, yeah, it's hilarious. But, um, I explained to my girlfriend after like what you had said. And she was like, <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> so. it was like one of the few like predictions for it that i was just like obviously this is just a joke one and that's the one that becomes real yeah right <laughs> <laughs> like almost to a t right except instead of going to the final battle they're like yo let's go to new york from mexico <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh uh, you gotta love like drunk logic hey yeah exactly. it's like getting <laughs> slammed at a bar in mexico and then you're like let's go to new york <laughs> i love that I, I just love that whole scene as well right because like yeah if you're not from that universe right or you're not you know watching it like us mm-hmm. yeah yeah you're confused as to what the fuck happened in this universe right so mm-hmm. yeah so let me get this straight a purple alien with magic stones took away half of life <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah that would honest that would obviously like whether you're drunk or not be confusing as all fuck <laughs> yeah exactly i see i think he got there he he, he was like he, he had went the, to the idea bar and he's like i need to know what's going on and then he was having a drink and this guy was explaining to him like what yeah. is happening in the world <laughs> and then he's like okay hold on i need another one you got to explain it again and as this guy <laughs> kept explaining he just kept drinking and that was yeah it. I love the line though uh, of Venom. <laughs> I just know the what you're talking about already. Yeah, Eddie, like, we're drunk. Okay, no, not that. That's one. what but I was yeah, talking that about. Was, yeah. That was a good one. But no, I do love when they're talking. About, like he's like, like the Avengers, and he's like, okay, there's this guy, this guy, this guy, and who is the green one? You said, oh, the Hulk, and he's had Venom, and you thought Lethal Protector was a shit name, <laughs> right? Yeah, that was that was the other one. <laughs> just honestly, like. I love the Tom Hardy Venom. It is like mm-hmm. the 90s joke Venom kind of that you got in the comics. And mm-hmm. I, I do enjoy it. The horror elements are obviously there in those movies as well, right? Which is like you yeah. know the original 80s incarnation and kind of what you're having now as well. Mm-hmm. But I love that they're able to blend that together. Um, I was somebody... I, I know that film was also kind of divisive. I guess kind of the first two. Um, mm-hmm. But like the, I do enjoy the Tom Hardy Venoms. I, I go into them just thinking, hey, these are supposed to not be, you know, Marvel films. Like, 
mm-hmm. uh, as much as they're it's Marvel property, right? Yeah, I I went into them with the same mindset as I did with Deadpool. So, yeah, honestly. there you go. Yeah, you, you're just there for a good time, right? You're not going yeah. there for a beautiful adaptation or that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and you're definitely not going for the story, like. Yeah, there's no, a story no. to these movies, and it, it's like okay, but you're not going for like the in-depth plot no. where you're connecting you're going, all these things. You're going for movies. like a late '90s kind of superhero movie, like where it yeah. it didn't quite know, like the genre didn't quite know how to do itself yet, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I love those movies. So, and I thought they did a great job with with Carnage as well. There was mm-hmm. only one thing that kind of bothered me, but we, we don't have to get into it. Um, but the rest of it I thought was, was great. So I did yeah. enjoy that movie and, um, and everyone was, I, I know there was also the question going around of, uh, cause you had all these villains come into the MCU from, you know, the Raimi verse, the, the Garfield verse, mm-hmm. um, of, uh, you know, like they all know who Spider-Man is, right. Being Peter Parker. Yeah. And you had the question for, for Venom and for Electro of, okay, well, how did, like, they didn't know who Peter Parker was, though, right? Because in the Venom uh, universe, you know, he hadn't met a Peter Parker yet or a Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's explained in Venom 2's post credit scene, right? When he yeah. does transfer into that universe, saying that it's like hive mind knowledge across universes, right? So there mm-hmm. is a symbiote uh, out there, right, who obviously knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yeah. So just that shared knowledge is how well, they get transferred yeah. over. Well, really the one from the Raimi-verse knows because it attached itself to exactly. there Peter you go. Parker yeah. as, as or the six so, Or the 616 universe. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like the, the original. Th- there's loads, comments. yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's obvious that that's why Eddie knows when Venom comes or when he goes to the hotel yeah. room in Mexico and Venom licks the TV screen with yeah. Spider-Man on it. So he just, like, just something is there, right? Like that guy. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one though, that I was kind of confused for a second was, uh, but it kind of makes sense now is um, Electro mm-hmm. and it, it could be, there was one that was the realization of like, you know, cause Max Dillon, like Electro had met Gwen, right. And so there might have been like that connection made kind of the same as Harry Osborne's uh, Green Goblin in that movie, right? Mm -hmm. Like seeing Gwen, oh, that's Peter kind of thing. Um, The other idea that got floated around as well was that, um, you know, Harry had told uh, Electro who Spider-Man was. But then when, you know, he's talking with Andrew Garfield and uh, like when he's cured, Right, he mm-hmm. hadn't seen his face, so that's where you get the comments of, "Oh, I like I thought you were black or something," which also yeah. is a is a great nod. We're, I love that. Yeah, is it's we're we are really going to be jumping everywhere in this. Talk. Oh yeah, so you, you try, try, have I'm to sorry, movie, try to keep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I I love that it's a it's a great reference again to Miles Morales, mm-hmm. which I I can't wait for like Into the Spider Verse is one of if not my one of my it's, it's one of my favorite superhero movies for sure and it, it there definitely is the argument for it being the best spider-man movie um but like i i can't wait until we have a live action at some point mm-hmm. right it, it's it yeah. will maybe take a little bit longer still but um yes yeah, so you can you have that reference in there but also just like the humor of it right of like you know you were helping you were helping just the average person, like poor people. You're from Queens. I thought you were black. <laughs> yeah. 
just like, yeah, the, the jokes like that. I love in this movie as well. They just let Jamie Foxx be Jamie Foxx instead. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, yeah, the nerd thing didn't quite work out as well as we liked, and we're definitely not going to keep yeah. you blue and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I I thought it was really cool how they, um, well, just kind of over the whole course of the movie, like the the villains like Doc Ock and um, Electro recognize that there is something different with this with the power in this universe, yeah. like the electricity. Um, and it's because, like, well, first of all, Doc Ock is, you know, 15 years in the future or whatever. Um, Electro, yeah. what, 10 or something like that? Five, uh, somewhere in there. 2014. So, yeah, so seven, yeah, like seven years. years. Yeah. yeah. So obviously there's the time travel aspect of it, but because this universe has a, a Tony Stark in it that has, you know, pushed the innovation, like, technological innovation and stuff yeah. i guess that movie took place technically in 2023 at least so really it was more like yeah you know, 12 20 yeah. 12 to 20 years difference but um but yeah i thought it was really cool that they referenced that and then also instead of electro being blue he was yellow just to you know out of visual aspect to like the power is different here i don't know yeah exactly and you I, know, I thought that was kind that... of just a cool touch so yeah and to the Marvel, like the MCU movies have done great as well with like, not everything has to be directly off the comic book page. Mm-hmm. And even in a quick spoiler for the Hawkeye or uh, have you seen Hawkeye? I, I haven't seen any of it. No. Okay. Okay. No, actually it's not really a spoiler. It should be okay. They, they make reference though to like that comic costume. Oh yeah. With like, with the, with the mask. Right. Oh yeah. And he's yeah. basically just like, no, I'll never wear that. Right. So it's it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of another reference in a way to that of like having him be yellow, and mm-hmm. same thing like when you slow it down uh, in like the trailers, you can see on Electro that like when he like powers up, he has kind of that old school mask kind of appear on his face for a yeah. split second. Mm-hmm. So like I I love the stuff like that. So um, yeah. the one character design that improved. It's maybe not what everybody wants, but it's definitely it's more forgiving, in my opinion. Uh, is Doctor Kirk Connors the lizard? They do mm-hmm. make him a little bit more fierce looking, right? A little bit like just like you know, just sharper scales or that kind of thing. Yeah, um, making it a little bit more menacing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I love my favorite thing on TikTok right now with in regards to Spider Man is like everybody like making justifications for Dr. Connors wanting to turn everybody into lizards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like everyone's like, yeah, okay. And it's like, no, no, <laughs> let's not go here. Let's please. not do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, just, uh, while we're, we're on yeah. the topic of like the villains and just how they're slightly changed from the original movies. Um, I was kind of upset initially when, um, the green goblin, you know, smashed his mask because I was like, are we not going to really get to see the Green Goblin besides like the brief five seconds that he appears on the bridge before Tony's, or not Tony, sorry. Um, I don't know why I said Tony. (laughs) Peter's like, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Um, (laughs) But I, as the movie went on, I really enjoyed it because you got to see just the wild facial expressions of of Willem Dafoe acting as not just the Green Goblin, but just as like, Someone who's not all there. Like, yeah, I don't want to exactly. say psychopath because he's not, but like, 
I'd say the goblin is pretty much a psychopath. But... Yeah, yeah, I guess. Like, I don't know. Yeah. There's a better word. Norm- but like... Norman's not, but the goblin is insane. There you go. Yeah, 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 exactly. But yeah, yeah, you, yeah, that's a better way of putting it. But you just see, and you can, you can instantly tell when Norman goes from himself to the green goblin. Like, you yeah. just, you know. So, um, just if that's, I, I think I made reference to it very quickly in. Um, kind of a spoiler-free talk of this movie is like Willem Dafoe deserves he, he needs something for his acting in that movie because it was awesome. Yeah, he honestly, if he's not up for contention for uh, best supporting actor at mm-hmm. you know the Academy Awards, the Oscars, I, I know superhero movies don't normally get a whole lot for that unless it's visual effects or sound design, but yeah. that's one where it should be there, right? Because you you could tell Willem Dafoe had so much fun coming back to this character of Norman yeah. Osborn, like twenty years later, right? Mm-hmm. And he portrayed it so well. And yeah, that was another thing too that kind of you were you had brought up there of like you know the mask getting smashed. We were able to see, you know, Norman, but the Goblin's face, right? And like. Yeah. Because that was that was one criticism I remember of like the hard shell was you couldn't really get the facial expression obviously right that mm-hmm. you know the the comic Green Goblin is very much known for yeah but you were but able to get I it get with, that that's kind of yeah. as far as they could go with the technology at that point they were like we can't yeah. afford well, CGI there, there wasn't space, there so. was an animatronic mask and I think I talked about this on, like when we were talking spoiler free you um, did, yeah. I, I'll I'll send you the clip or actually let me see if I can pull it up right now I I don't think it'll be copywritten or anything like that. Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, but uh, yeah, they eventually just they went for this instead. And uh, but it it did look great. They just tried to make it a little less comic booky, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just you know, being able to see, I, I think a great like the perfect example of it though is when the goblin takes full control of Norman's body, and they have like the hallway fight scene, right? And yeah. Spider-Man's like on him, beating the crap out of him. And it, it kind of pulls like a, it reminded me of like the Joker interrogation scene in the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he's just getting the crap kicked out of him and he's just laughing, right? Yeah. And that wouldn't, if he was still in like the full mask and whatnot, that wouldn't convey as much as, you know, seeing like his eyes and the smile on him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was, sort of it, was a, it was a spooky scene for sure. But like, man, was it good to, have his face in that scene just while you're pulling up the clip um credit to alfred molina as well going instantly back into his um his role so it's uh yeah really all the actors you know being able to go into it but because it's been so long for um willem dafoe and alfred molina like it's it's insane how they it you you just know it's the same it's the same character the same character yeah Yeah. like it's like no time has passed so Mm -hmm. it was uh it was really cool to see, and that. and credit as well to uh, to Marvel even for you know deciding to go with the route of we're going to bring these specific characters back, not hey we're going to bring Alfred Molina back and he's a variant, right? Because you had the Loki mm-hmm. stuff, you could have gone with that direction. Yeah, exactly. Right, or Norman that, that's Osborne what we initially projected when that rumor came out, like yeah, uh, over a year ago at this point, we're like okay, is it just going to be, like, a different version? They're like, oh, yeah, he just pl- did, like, a really good job, so let's bring him back. And same with Jamie yeah. Foxx as Electra. Like, he did a good job, and he never really got his full 
yeah, story arc because that them series back got variants. Yeah, yeah, um, and then yeah, when Loki came out, it was like okay, like that makes sense that we'll bring them in as just different versions, but in the same universe. But yeah, yeah, that like you said, it's very cool that it was the ones from that universe. So yeah, okay, so I do have it here. If uh, if you're if you're not watching it on YouTube uh or that sort of thing it, it is available at least you can go back find this clip or just mm-hmm. search up you know the prototype mask on on youtube for the goblin but this this was it and mm-hmm. so it, from my understanding it was like the the eyebrow like the eyes and that sort of thing were were animatronic right so like to yeah. like to show the the different emotions of that but then from about like the cheekbones down and obviously like a prosthetic to the chin, but the cheekbones down would have been, uh, uh, would have been Willem Dafoe's face, right. To get his, his mouth and that sort of thing. And they, yeah. they tried to convey that a little bit as well. Right. With having just kind of the mesh piece between the mouth, you could still kind of see it and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But um, I, this would have been great. And I think they could have brought this back if they wanted to do an MCU version of the green goblin, but I understand why they won't um you know you had uh willem dafoe in the raimi universe doing it uh you had then um dane dehan doing you know the harry osborne version the the amazing verse um you kind of want to take a break from that right and the mcu is specifically kind of staying away from those characters that had been done not even fully for this idea um because what i was uh, seeing as well was that um, originally these villains, the the initial idea of these of these villains showing up again was supposed to be like a post credit scene kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Until Kevin Feige had heard the idea and was like, "Well, why don't we have fun with this and make the movie using these? If we're gonna bring them back, let's bring them back, right?" Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but yeah, which I'm glad they did because it was yeah. awesome, and it, it's a huge task to be able to do it and not turn it into fan service, but they yeah, did exactly. a really good job of that. Yeah, because so. like at the heart of it, like yes, this was every this was every Spider-Man movie fan or comic book fan's dream, right? It was to you know see kind of the multiverse stuff, mm-hmm. uh, or you know the Sinister Six. Um, yeah. as, as there's only five villains, I understand that. I'm going along the Ultimate comic book lines though, as uh, Peter Parker is the sixth version because uh, in those comics that's what Norman Osborn wanted it was Spider-Man to join them kind of thing I mean Venom was there he was just getting drunk yeah. in Mexico yeah so. he's just getting drunk in Mexico <laughs> in, in my mind there's six yeah yeah but uh, you know to, to be able to pull this off it it's definitely a challenge right because you want to service all of these characters but in the end you know the the main character is Tom Holland's Spider-Man right mm-hmm. And they were able to balance all of that, which is really amazing. So, yeah, and they, yeah, they did it in like two and a half hours, but it didn't feel like two and a half hours. No, like I I had looked at my watch at one point and I was like, wait, we're already all like, we're already at this point. Like it didn't feel like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, exactly. Um, Well, I've talked quite a bit about the villains already. Let's talk about (laughs) Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield coming back as Spider-Man. Dude. I, I think I talked about this part already. I almost broke my girlfriend's hand by accident when mm-hmm. they went. Okay, I didn't say when. It was when Andrew Garfield, like that portal opened up and Andrew Garfield was there. Mm-hmm. That's when I started to squeeze and he came through and I was like, holy shit. And then Toby McGuire and that was the moment that I almost did it. <laughs> yeah. So, because 
for for myself and we were talking about this uh or i was talking about this to you like when you know mm-hmm. after you had seen the movie a couple weeks yeah. ago i said for for myself like obviously you're a spider-man fan and stuff like that right but this this character means so much to me like i'll, I'll just talk personally for a second this character means mm-hmm. so much to to myself right like the you know watching the 2002 sam raimi movie constantly uh and trying to recreate that initial spider-man costume drawing that peter does right like that's what got me into into my artwork and stuff like that was trying to do that um and we we were talking as well like this these these movies kind of hit at perfect points for me right like the 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 raimi uh the raimi trilogy was you know when i was a kid the more angsty garfield movies were you know when you're in high school which was perfect right and mm-hmm. these mcu ones of you know trying to figure out exactly who you are right was perfect because they were coming out when you and i were in college right like mm-hmm. i think like everybody can appreciate these movies and this movie specifically right but i think you and i are at the perfect age for this movie to come out oh yeah for sure so, and so yeah so with that scene though of andrew and toby coming through the portals I went from I'm 20 I'm almost 25 years old to in, instantly I'm back in high school instantly to I'm 10 years old. Like yeah. <laughs> just a rush of emotions came flooding and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And I <laughs> I wish that I too could have my memory erased by Doctor Strange so I could experience this movie the same way again. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was such a like and I mean like you and I went to Endgame and mm-hmm. it was a fucking emotional roller coaster for me. Yeah. And I think and and that was one where it's okay, I followed this for you know, for the last 10, 11 years, right? Mm-hmm. I I know all of these characters, I get the references and stuff like that. But this was a this was nostalgia done right, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. Where you have yeah. that Top, like rush of emotion like spider-man 2 like you, you know of like you know tapes burning out like your your old cassettes for anybody who's under like 20 years old uh we, we had to watch movies on like massive tape players essentially but, <laughs> but like so y- you know of like you know burning those out or something like that mm. and i'm sure it's possible with like a cd or a dvd but like i'm surprised i didn't do it with my copy of spider-man 2 I watched that movie so many goddamn times that I probably still could recite it word for word almost. Mm-hmm. Right. And the the Garfield movies, like I the the first Amazing Spider-Man, I went to that three different times in theaters, just on different occasions. And so yeah, like just you know, growing up with these movies or that this this was hundred percent fan service done in the best way possible. That yeah. it actually services Tom Holland's Spider-Man, which okay hear me out for a second because at first this is going to sound a little jarring but let me explain all right okay my favorite part of this movie was aunt may's death because it explained not directly but you think about it for a split second and explained that this you know uh, we didn't really skip the origin of spider-man Mm-hmm. Instead, we took three full-length movies plus appearances in three other MCU films to get the origin of the MCU's version of Spider-Man, yeah. which is fucking brilliant, if you ask yeah. me, right? Yeah, I, which makes yeah, it even more cool. better that I think we had, you know, we had three references total in throughout all three movies to Uncle Ben, 
right? Mm -hmm. In Homecoming, it was just, you know, after what happened to my uncle. You don't really have any explanation, right? Mm -hmm. In uh, Far From Home, I think the only reference is just the brief or the the suitcase that Peter takes because it has BP written on it, Ben Parker. Yeah. And in this movie, it's remember what your uncles used to say with great power comes great responsibility. We finally mm-hmm. got that line as well again, Yeah, which, you know, that was the tearjerker already before mm-hmm. the rest of yeah, you right? know, that scene finishes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like we got that and I was like, okay, we're rolling the credits sometime soon here. Yeah. That was like halfway through the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that, was- that line came and I'm like. Okay, yeah. Now we now we get the mm-hmm. reference to it. Now yeah. we we get it. But then she died, and it's the following with that. That was mm-hmm. kind of the realization for me. I'm like, holy shit! We took like essentially six movies to give an origin story instead. Yeah, and where which we is end cool up because is that's now Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, right. And that's what's really cool about that is that yes, we've had an origin story from Spider Man, like. I, I, I couldn't even count how many times, but like you go to the original comic book, you got one issue. That's your origin story. Yeah. Um, in the other two movie series, it's like the first half hour, 45 minutes, maybe an hour of. Yeah. You get the, the, the first film. Yeah. You get the origin story. Right. But in this one, we've, we, we actually get to like experience the origin story. You know, yeah. we don't just get told it like it's an experience. So like as, you get, you actually feel yeah. what Spider Man feels. Like obviously, it's sad when, um, when Uncle Ben dies in the other films and stuff. But like, no, oh, yeah. I, I don't think. Well, I, I didn't, like, I didn't cry. Like, I was like, yeah, it sucks. But like, a, I knew it was oh, coming. I, and I still, B, tell, I, like, I still tear up at the total. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's least. still sad. But like, then you go and you watch the Spider Man in six films over the span of. I don't know when did he first appear. I feel like it was 2016. Yeah, 2016 in Civil War. Yeah, so that's five years and six movies, and you <laughs> experience it, and then Aunt May dies, and you're like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah, you're God. like, "Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, so like that, it just hits different, you know? Yeah. So and I think it's very cool. I, and up until this movie, you know, I I kind of understood the criticisms to a point, right? Of, but and you know, but they were directly talked about in the movies as well, right? Of, oh, you know, Iron Man Jr. and stuff like that. But remember, in Far From Home as well, Happy tells him, you're not Iron Man. You will never be Iron Man, right? That's kind mm-hmm. of, that was kind of the, the start there, right? Of, yeah. no, you're you're not what, you know, if you want to make it like a meta thing, right? You're not what mm-hmm. the audience is saying you are, right? Yeah. And you're never going to be. And mm-hmm. so it's that find who you are, right? Yeah. We took three movies to find, find out who is peter parker he mm-hmm. is spider-man right we are now at yeah. the point that the 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 comics latch onto that is the essentials of the character right we saw them mm-hmm. in different fragments and that sort of thing right but we truly have spider-man now for the mcu yeah and i've i've seen you know video diaries on youtube i, I love watching those as well of the, the ones that I've been seeing lately that have come up as, you know, No Way Home fixed the MCU version of Spider-Man. I no, it didn't it didn't fix it. I don't I don't like that idea of it. It just showed us we were not in on the secret of this being a five year long origin instead. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So to now we have because you know one one thing I was seeing as well was, you know, this Peter I, I, 
a sad reality of Peter Parker is the self-sacrifice, what he loses because of being Spider-Man, right? Which we got great in the Raimi films and we, we got hard hits of it not as much consistently but we got hard hits of it in the amazing spider-man right with mm-hmm. captain stacy with uncle ben and with gwen and but in this movie yeah we didn't see it as much right it was it was consequences here and there obviously right but mm-hmm. you know it was it was not as grand it was you know the and oh man i forget who was talking about this and it makes it really fucking sad actually that you know there was the self sacrifice of you know doing the the better thing and actually going to be Spider-Man and stop the vulture instead mm-hmm. of going to homecoming right yeah it was you know he had his unfortunately like, the responsibility he didn't want he wanted the break in Europe but he had to be Spider-Man mm-hmm. and uh you know in going through these movies but now with nobody knowing who Peter Parker was there's not a whole lot of evidence in photographs of that or, or of, of Peter Parker, mm-hmm. right? Because he wasn't around because he was off being Spider-Man. Yeah. And, but now, you know, it's, it's the true, it, it's one of the biggest losses of the MCU Spider-Man so far. Right. And, you know, kind of brings it to the comics kind of reality of he's lost everything because of Spider-Man. Right, mm-hmm. it is that consequence, but the responsibility and stuff like that. So, it's it's not that this movie fixed the MCU. It just gave it gave the audience the full explanation finally, right? But just slowly planted the seeds here and there. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of impatience by other audience members. I still yeah, enjoyed right. these movies for what they were, right? And and mm-hmm. you got to remember the MCU as well, right? These are just adaptations or their own versions, right? It's its own yeah. separate universe. It's not supposed to be, um, you know, panel by panel at like film adaptations of the comics, yeah, right? It, it's yeah, it's just using them as inspiration, really. Exactly. And same with all the other you know Spider Man films that we've seen. Like, yes, they took arcs and elements of the stories mm-hmm. like the night uh Gwen Stacy died um there's that in Spider-Man too right and you yeah. you get almost like a like one to one comparison of like the shot in the bell tower to like the um to like the comic panels but like yeah. that's really about as far as you can get it like you you don't read that comic arc and that's spider the amazing Spider-Man too it's just like no this comic arc is just how we're going to end the movie yeah, everything exactly. else is different. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, but yeah, it's very cool that um, yeah, I don't know, it's it, it just <laughs> blew my mind. Like I have to go back and watch these Spider-Man movies again. I need, yeah, like with this in mind that it's an origin trilogy, not yeah. Okay, here's this Spider-Man guy that's like doing his thing now. It's yeah, no, because is. Yeah. I, I just have to like reframe these movies in my mind now because they were obviously enjoyable, but like mm. I, I feel like there's a lot more to pick up on now. Yeah. So it, it's kind of almost like I'm going to compare it to another nerd thing here that I heavily invest myself into to sometimes uh, a not healthy level, maybe, uh, <laughs> but star Wars, right? You had seven years or se- like seven seasons, essentially of the clone wars come out after the prequels. You watch that series though, and then go back to watch the prequels, knowing what's going to happen in between two and three, especially right mm-hmm. and it changes the 
it, it, it adds so much more to the arc of Anakin Skywalker in those movies, mm-hmm. right? Because you have all these other episodes thrown in there. And, you know, the, the whole idea of Darth Vader is supposed to be a tragic character, right? And it just adds to that element. So, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, one, of, one of my other favorite things about this is that it technically makes the first Spider-Man movie from 2002, the first MCU movie to, to come out, actually. It's true. Until... Yeah. Until we get, you know, the X Men brought in, if it's you know like Hugh Jackman, Holly Berry, uh, mm-hmm. um, like th- if we get that X Men, then mm-hmm. X Men is the first one because I think that was nineteen ninety nine or two thousand. I think um, it was two thousand. Yeah. yeah, I think it was two thousand. But uh, un- until then, though, Tobey Maguire's Spider Man is the first MCU movie, and that makes me really happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but. I don't know what what else you want to. There's so much still to talk about with this movie. There is, yeah. Um, this is, I think, just to kind of wind us down, and then we'll go through the memes and probably have it for what's quacking, and we'll probably okay. have a little bit. More and I to do discuss, have but... a, I do have a question for you. It's not directly related to Spider Man, but it really okay. came to fruition. I think with this movie. Okay. Um, last thing I want to talk about, and I think it should be fairly quick, is the the first cameo that we get that nobody expected is <laughs> Daredevil. I was so happy with that. My girlfriend was so confused. I'm like, I'll explain later. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend hasn't seen Daredevil either. She knew of like the series and like who and knows who Daredevil is, obviously. But I like, I saw that and then like, I was like, oh my fuck. And then she like looked at me and then (laughs) she was like, (laughs) lawyer blind. She was like, is that Daredevil? I was like, yeah, <laughs> she's like from Netflix. I was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which opens up a whole new swing of like, oh fuck, you know, is this yeah. the exact same one, right? Because the mm-hmm. in in real life, the business stuff behind you know the Netflix series or you know the uh, I think it was on ABC, was it like for Agents of Shield and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Um, it was two people running like you know the movies, Kevin Feige and I forget who the other guy is who was doing the television stuff. But it was kind of a one-way street where the TV series series would reference the movies, but the movies would never reference the TV series yeah. at all. And so it kind of brings the question of like, okay, is this the exact same Matt Murdock from the three seasons of the Netflix series plus the Defenders, mm-hmm. right? Or is this, um, you know, the the same actor, kind of what we were thinking for the villains of the movie, right? Is this the same actor playing the same character but in in you know the mcu right as the netflix series its own universe kind of thing right Mm -hmm. um so we'll have to see if that maybe gets answered at some point but yeah with um without getting into any other spoilers um like i said i haven't seen hawkeye um yeah but i i've unfortunately seen some things and there was okay wait i gotta back up for a (laughs) second there was a commercial that i saw on tv for hawkeye during um, the Christmas break when I was, I think it was when I was watching the World Juniors. It might have been on a different channel, but it doesn't matter. Um, and there was a trailer for it that showed like the surprise cameo from yeah. of the <laughs> of the of someone else from the Netflix shows. And I was like, what the fuck? For people that haven't seen this, and you're trying to market it to people that haven't seen this, like, yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. And I already knew that it was in there, anyways. I. I was good at staying away from spoilers of Spider-Man, but not for Hawkeye. So no. just on Reddit. Because that's more on a weekly like that, basis, so. right? Like you had the, yeah. the it's like for TV series, it's kind of like you get the three days and then we're going to the next thing because you're going to have the next thing coming in seven, right? Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So but, 
I, I'm not going to give it away on here either, but there's another cameo in Hawkeye that um, relates. I mean, we so it happy a, that cameo is the same actor. As well. yeah. yeah. So I think the fact that we have that in the MCU as well means it's it's probably the same universes. Yeah. One. Well, we know that they take place in the same universe. Yeah. Right? So like, it, there's, there's no way it's a different, um, different universes. One like it's got to be yeah, the same. So that means yeah. there, there's potential to see. Um, I forget the actress's name, but the Jessica Jones, which I loved that series, and um, the actress's portrayal. I, I gotta look it up. It's gonna bother me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who that is? Um, we get to see Luke Cage and Iron Fist. I haven't actually watched those shows, but like they're out there somewhere. So maybe we'll see. Oh, them they're good. One yeah. day. Um, and uh, we get to see John Bernthal's Punisher, probably potentially. Like that would yeah. be so exciting to see that. But yeah, that's one character um, I'd love to see come back. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't even been t- actress. Hey, how we haven't even really talked about specifically Andrew or Toby. Like I said, there's so much Not to really, talk about yeah. with this movie. Right? But <laughs> uh, Kristen Ritter, that's who plays Jessica. There Jones. You go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I loved her portrayal there. She's just so like grumpy you know yeah <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> uh oh man like where do you even start with those two we, I, I know we talked about you know the portal scene but it oh uh, we gotta <laughs> talk about their I, I think we just have to talk about their redemption arcs like when oh, um <laughs> when andrew garfield spider-man like caught mj as she was falling I and cried. like saved her i was fierce <laughs> Dude, I'm a fucking wreck i cried in the theater i cried in the car before we uh, started driving home because we were talking about that. I cried on the oh. way home because my girlfriend started crying because <laughs> she thought about that scene. It was fucking yeah. mess. Yeah, I'm good now. I've <laughs> I've got it out, <laughs> so I can actually talk about it. But yeah, that was oh, that was heartbreaking. Yeah, then, that was good. And oh man, um, just yeah. <laughs> and then you know we got Toby Spider Man having a nice life with his MJ, which is just. So yeah, so beautiful. Like we want that, and then he's also like you know saved um, Tom Holland Spider Man for making the same mistakes he did of um, killing the Green Goblin out of spite yeah. and revenge. Like he's got that. It, it's not as big of a redemption in my opinion as like mm-hmm. the Andrew Garfield one, but like I don't know. He's kind of he was like the dad Spider Man. Yeah. Know? So you know that everything turned out okay for him. Yeah. Right. Especially when you leave off of Spider-Man 3, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of fixing that still needs to be done here, right? There's a lot of mm-hmm. emotional damage to him and MJ, right, who have now lost their best friend and everything that those two went through and everything like that, right? Yeah. So just that, that confirmation of, you know, we make it work or something like that, uh, yeah. whatever the line mm-hmm. was uh, directly. So, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. I, uh, yeah. It's... That's another thing, too, is I think, obviously... MJ and Gwen Stacy from those universes would have made the jump into the Spider into yeah. this universe as well. We unfortunately didn't get to see them. I would have loved to, but they would have been out there somewhere. So, in my mind, I think in in the whole time between, um, like, you know, when the spell goes wrong and when we actually see Andrew and Toby in the movie, I, I like to think they're looking for MJ. Well, yeah. Toby's looking for MJ. I don't know if Andrew would be looking for Gwen because in his universe she's dead. So Yeah, so he's not really thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. But what are the villains that got Electro got brought over and Lizard and... Sandman Doctor? No, no, just from just from his oh. universe, sorry. Oh, it's yeah. just it was just those uh, two. Lizard right? and Electro. Yeah. 
Yeah, and they didn't actually die in the first and second Amazing Spider-Man. So what it what it sounded like from this movie was that Electro was about to die when he got pulled into the Tom Holland universe. Yeah. Um, and uh, but no, the lizard at least, as far as we knew, wasn't dead. He was in jail at that point. Yeah. So so really, he wouldn't know that like. People were coming back from the dead because Green Goblin and Doc Ock from the Raimi films obviously yeah. have come back from the dead, essentially. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah. So, Gwen and MJ were obviously out there, but we, I don't know. It would have been cool to see them, but I get yeah. uh, it. It would have been a lot to try and pack them in there as well. And then you have to go through Andrew and um, trying to, you know, be like Gwen, you're supposed to be dead, and she's like, "Yeah, what?" <laughs> and, it, and it takes away from Tom Holland at that point. Yeah, and, so yeah. I, I, I get it would be messy, but, um, but I, uh, I, I don't. I wonder if we've actually seen the last of Tom and Andrew. I know there's been a lot of rumors going out already of you know Sony would like to do something with Andrew Garfield as Spider Man again, right? Kind of mm-hmm. almost a continuation of that. Yeah. Um, you could get a not titled Amazing Spider-Man 3, but kind of something along the lines. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like have Andrew Garfield actually be in uh, the third Venom movie, right? Mm-hmm. That's a possibility. Yeah. Um, and uh, for Tobey Maguire specifically, I'm wondering maybe if we see him in just a couple months with uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because that movie is being directed by Sam Raimi. Yeah, it and makes it sound- a lot of sense. And it's so. and there was an article, uh, I forget who put it out though, that was talking about Sam Raimi wanting to, with this out now, wanting to bring back Toby or trying to. So, yeah, because it's dealing with the multiverse again. You never know. Yeah, exactly. Which would be can happen. It'd yeah. be really cool. So yeah. I've I've heard rumblings of like a a Spider Man four, like a Tobey Maguire Spider Man yeah four, um, which would be kind of cool. I really I really did enjoy the Andrew Garfield one, so I hope that they do. I don't not like reboot it, but like get it going again. Um, yeah, it's, and I I know we're obviously with you know that Venom post credit scene for uh for Spider Man here. We're gonna have you know the symbiote in the MCU, right? Mm-hmm. And Tom Holland dealing with with that, right? Especially probably going into the next movie, that'll be a good spot to do it. Yeah. Um, but I think I think the best place, honestly, for Andrew Garfield could be a Venom three, not his own movie. That's true. Um, yeah. Where Andrew could. Oh wait, no, actually, it doesn't line up as much as I was thinking for a quick second. Because I'm, I want to, I want to see personally that. Uh, that vengeful Spider-Man that he talks about, right? How he stopped pulling his punches and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I, I kind of want to see him go through that in a way. So, because, yeah, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 leaves it all hunky-dory. And honestly, the way it ended, you could leave it there. You could, theoretically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And, you know, just come up with your own stories of what happens to Andrew Garfield after that. You you, you could, right? It, it kind of leaves that at a cool point. Um. But just you know, knowing that little bit, I I kind of want to see it. So especially mm-hmm. just knowing the like that that line specifically of I stopped pulling my punches because I think I mean like, we did see that with Tom Holland's yeah. Spider Man when he gets to uh, when he's fighting Green Goblin on Captain America's shield that it yeah. falls off the Statue of Liberty. Like we see Spider Man not pulling his punches there. It's obviously not 
you know, a whole movie of it, and it's not yeah. Andrew Garfield, but but it's also you know Spider Man fighting a super like another superhuman, right? Mm-hmm. Like there was um. So there was like there's this massive comic arc where Doc Ock and Spider-Man swap minds. And so Peter Parker is in Doc Ock's body right as he dies. Mm-hmm. And Doc Ock says, "Okay, I'm going to be a better Spider-Man." Right? Mm-hmm. And um but I think it's it's kind of like just before that though. Like he's like, "Oh, I I got Peter like I got Spider-Man's body. I got Peter Parker's body. I I have a second chance here." just to live life kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but he still has to play the role and stuff like that. And he's fighting just like a random group of crooks and he punches the jaw off of one and go like, he has the realization of like, I always thought I had him on the ropes and he could have ended my life at any moment that he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of the, okay, I will be a better Spider-Man and take on the responsibility right Mm -hmm. so but like i kind of want to see that from andrew garfield so because that dude plays emotion so well yeah because like you know he was you were able to see that emotion out of him while he's still wearing like the full mask and everything like that right Mm -hmm. so i'd love to like andrew garfield is a great emotional actor i'd love to see that type of spider-man come out of him yeah so That'd be cool. And I think and I think Venom would be the perfect spot to do it because you could have that R rating. I know the last one was PG thirteen, but you could have you could go back to R again mm-hmm. and have I guess Spider-Man with Venom kind of like that. I think it could be interesting. But yeah, for sure. Um okay. Um I think we should get to some memes because we'll probably have some <laughs> uh for, for some what's quackings. We'll probably still have a little bit more discussion that comes out of those. Comes but, out of it, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's move on to some what's quacking here. Okay, we will show these, and then I'm going to ask you my question. All right, okay. and we can end the show with that if you'd like. Sure. All right. So first off, we have this from uh, Chit Chat Mark. If I'm able to read that from here, <laughs> uh, who had uh, this TikTok uh, go out um, talking about Tom Holland's character in Spider-Man: No Way Home. Moment. You guys can't convince me otherwise. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it yet. Okay, everybody's saying that this movie is an amazing film. 10 out of 10, better than Avengers Endgame, all this stuff. But y'all just gonna ignore this? Who is this? Who is this person? This guy was all over the movie and we never once got an explanation for who this is. He showed up at the very end being all weird to MJ and Ned and stuff. Like we're supposed to care. How are y'all not bothered by this? I want to like this movie. I just, I'm surprised that I'm the only one that seems to have an issue with this. Like, we don't even know this guy's name. This is just bad writing, guys. It's just bad writing for a movie. So I think the videos, it, was it kind of frozen for you a bit? I, I, all I could see was that guy's face. I have okay. no idea who he's so talking about. Basically, he's playing into the joke of, you know, everybody forgot who Peter Parker was. Oh, so he brought up, like, Peter Parker. Yeah, and so he's like, yeah. who, like, he's like, like, you know, pulls up a picture of Tom Holland. Like, everyone's saying that this movie's so great, but we never got an explanation as to who this guy was. And he's been in the movie for, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, he, was, he was like the only, like, he was like the main character, but we had no information of him. So, yeah, it's because it would have um, been better. We, it's him. because the, yeah. the director wants everybody to see themselves in Spider Man. So, really, we all are Stan, Spider Man. Stan, Stan Lee's idea of Spider Man. There you go. Anybody can be Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that. And it was also really upsetting that 
that kind of got brought up to me that Stan Lee would never see this movie. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I, I got to go. This. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. We'll see if this one works. If, cause that other one was kind of laggy. Hopefully it works, but let's, let's try it here. Let it, let it load. Maybe. Okay. Cross your fingers. <laughs> this is the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man alphabet. A is for <laughs> B is for beat an old lady with a stick to get these cramps. <laughs> C is for change. Yeah. D is for did your husband give it to you? E. Okay, so the video is not quite working, but you can still enjoy the audio of it at least. Mm-hmm. E is for everything okay here, Paul? F. Oh, oh now the and now it's just going to crap out on us. That's it. That's all we got. God damn it. <laughs> I love technical difficulties. Oh, good. We got Peter Parker whispering into the waitress's ear. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm, I'm going to scratch it. Yeah, My computer can't handle this shit. It is nope. warm. <laughs> <laughs> too much. I thought it's it could. Pushed it too far. But yeah. it couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you haven't dropped out yet, so it can't be uh, too No, I got, the, I got the hard wire in. That's oh, why yeah. I haven't dropped out. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Well, we can still end it on uh, the question you had for me. What's your yes. question okay. here? So this is something that I don't know. Am I am I being kind of old school about it, or you know, am am I the asshole? It, it's kind of one of those questions. Hmm. But it, it really came to fruition, I think, with this movie, but especially with Endgame. I'm not a fan of like cheering in the theaters. What's your take on it? I'm 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 there to you know enjoy the movie. I don't overly want to hear everybody yelling over top of it. I get everybody's excited to that, but like that, that's I don't know. It's just not for me. That's the one thing that kind of bothered me, and especially when you're seeing like the clips online or that. Like it's I don't know. A movie's not a sporting event. It's definitely an event. Don't get me wrong, mm. especially a movie like this. But yeah, it's not a sporting event where you have to cheer for. I don't know. Am I am I the asshole here or what? What um, what do you think? I'm. <laughs> I'm not a f- necessarily a fan of it either, but I, f- for a movie like this, like you said, yes, it's an event. Um, for a movie like this, I get it, though. Mm. And I don't think it should be encouraged. I don't think, like, we need to, you know, have, like, side conversations, like, while the movie's going on. Um, yeah. And I don't think we need to have, like, applause at the end of every scene, like, you know, when a play goes dead in hockey or anything like that. Yeah. But for... For people that aren't into sports, like their whole life, or, and their or like their all their enjoyment, their hobbies, I guess, comes from say comic books and like watching movies and stuff like that. Like for us, like we enjoy hockey and comic books. We'll say equally; it doesn't have to be equally, but we both we enjoy both of them quite a lot. So, yeah. for us, like the Stanley Cup final is a sporting event where you go, if we were to ever go, we would have a grand old time. We'd be drunk, we'd be loud and obnoxious <laughs> and screaming and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. For for people that are just into movies or like say just really into Spider-Man or just really into comic books, this this is movie is their Stanley Cup final. So like... Okay, yeah, that's fair. For them to be that into it, like it, it makes sense. And like if the person beside me was like standing up and cheering when Andrew Garfield... um walks onto the screen because that was the big one for this movie like yeah where everyone cheered and then and, was and clapping then Toby, and, yeah yeah like it's uh i'm I'm not gonna turn to the guy and be like can you keep it down i'm trying to watch a fucking movie like yeah 
to me, this was an event. Like that's if you want. In in my opinion, if you want to watch this movie in silence, watch it at home. Like if that's you fine. want. Okay. Like <laughs> I, I think this was this and Endgame as well. The going to see it in the theater is like a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah, like to see it for it's, the first it's time. An, in the theater. Yeah. yeah, like you said, it's it's an event. If yeah. If people are cheering an Iron Man one when he defeats the bad guy, and the people are like, "Woo, let's go, Iron Man!" That was awesome. I'd yeah. be like, "Can you shut the fuck up?" Yeah, then it's like, okay. "Come on!" But this is like twenty plus years of buildup for yeah for these scenes. So in that sense, it's like I get it. Like I'd be lying if I said I didn't like gasp when i first saw andrew garfield or like oh yeah you know, and clap I, and, my hands a couple times and yeah and, and i don't like care that, about so. like you know a gasp or something like that like yeah. obviously i did it too right but i mean like full-on like cheering yelling in the middle of a movie theater right yeah i saw i saw one video that for yeah like for that told me uh, the andrew garfield reveal right mm-hmm. there's always like at, at most movie theaters now there's like that split right where you have uh, like the wheelchair access and stuff like that, right? It's oh, yeah. Like a, like a wide walking path. Mm-hmm. And somebody went down there and straight up did a backflip just out of like joy, which <laughs> like, I'm, I'm obviously, I was <laughs> happy too. To I, you, I, yeah. if, I, if I could, I'd do the backflip, but like yeah. to like physically, you know, run down there just to do a backflip and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not trying to sound like a grumpy old man, but it, it is a movie theater, right? Yeah. That's so, that's a little much. Yeah. I guess. I, I would agree or like, with that. Or, or even yeah. like standing up and cheering kind of thing, right? It's like, okay, like mm-hmm. just, just sit down. Like let's actually enjoy it. So because, yeah, because like I, I am somebody who likes to go to movies as well for story. Not just the yeah. spectacle, obviously, right? Like I'm, I'm not trying to sound like a, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying so hard not to sound like a movie snob here. But like I, mm-hmm. I obviously like to listen to what the people are saying, right? Like there's a, yeah. there's a story to it, right? And I don't want to miss mm-hmm. something, which is, which is why I like to watch movies at least on like a second time with subtitles right to to mm-hmm. pick out things and stuff like that yeah um but you know you'd, you'd have some people like cheering over the andrew garfield stuff and you can't hear what, what the hell he's saying mm-hmm. yet you have like you know 12 speakers surrounding you but you can't yeah. hear it because everybody's cheering so yeah no exactly like yeah. that, that that kind of bothered me as well but like looking back on it the experience of like oh yeah seeing that movie on opening weekend where nobody in the theater knew that Andrew Garfield was going to pop up and then just to have that reaction and like, like you knew but you be did be validated yeah. like because I, I felt that I definitely didn't stand up and do a backflip but I felt yeah. that <laughs> ex- like whole emotion yeah. in my body so like to be surrounded by people that were like that excited about it as well is like like you said we're never going to get that again unless no. we go all men in black and get our ma- minds wiped or <laughs> <laughs> whatever so like yeah, yeah, and then if I want to like you know actually hear what Andrew Garfield said in that whole scene, I'll, I'll watch the movie at home when it comes out. Yeah, for for home. So in in my mind, I would rather have that emotional experience than hear a couple extra lines of dialogue from Andrew Garfield. That that's fair. Probably weren't even that the, interesting. The the unfortunate, if there's an unfortunate part to this movie being so great, so successful. Is that it's going to be forever until we get it like on Netflix or on Disney or something like that? Yeah, right. It's going to be forever until it goes to like a home release. Well, yeah, because because they'll try to get is, as much cash as yeah, possible. Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Eternals is out in it, like, it, a few weeks. Days. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, in a week. So oh, is it a week like, already? Yeah, yeah I think so, it's January twelfth. Like, but, didn't that movie come out in like November? Yeah, it did. So, yeah, like, so I, like yeah, like that was one like I missed even. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I still haven't seen it. It's like it's a two month 
turnaround before it's uh you can just watch it at home. Yeah. So, um but yeah, you're right. This movie's gonna be in theaters for like this movie's gonna be three forever. months. And then it's it's <laughs> well, I mean it's different because Sony owns some of the rights of it yeah. as well, right? But like I, I like I feel like we're gonna be in the playoffs of like the NHL playoffs before this movie is like available for home release. I gotta yeah. wait that long. I mean I obviously I can go buy a ticket and go see it in theaters again. Yeah, I, I think by the time you see it. Honestly, you could probably go now and no one's really going to cheer when Andrew Garfield comes up because yeah. either A, it's people that aren't as invested in the movie and they're like, I'm going to go because people said it's good. And then they're like, yeah. oh, well, that's the guy. That's kind of cool that they brought him back. Um, or it's going to be people like you that are seeing it for like the fourth <laughs> and fifth time so they yeah. don't need to cheer because they know it's coming. Yeah. So. Which, okay, also I have one more thing, one more gripe. Mm-hmm. There have been, what, 12 years of Marvel movies now? Mm-hmm. I think it was, or like we're going on. Oh no, wait! Like Iron Man came out in two thousand eight. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thirteen years. You have thirteen, 13 14, years yeah. of Marvel movies, let alone superhero movies. Mm-hmm. The people who leave after, like, okay, one when the credits start rolling, mm-hmm. but two after the mid credit scene, right? Like, come on, people, you're missing stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You, Some people you've just had this, mm-hmm. you've had this long to yeah. know this by mm-hmm. now. Yeah, I I think the reason is people think, okay, I'm just gonna like beat the traffic and get out of here, and I'll watch the post credit scene at home because usually it's on YouTube, yeah. like even a shit quality version, like a few days after. So, or but you can still, at least read an article about people. it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. The other thing, um, is shout that, out to my shout out to my dad here because um, <laughs> he just went and saw this movie a couple days ago and I, I was texting my parents about it after they saw it. Um, so shout out to my dad here because he missed the Doctor Strange post credit scene because he <laughs> left the theater to go to the bathroom after the mid credit scene and then he couldn't get back in. Because, Glenn, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think there's part of that too where people are like, it's been two and a half hours. I got to piss. I'll come back and then... Yeah. Because everybody goes, they miss it, or they don't let you back into the theater because COVID That's fair. and stuff. Now, but yeah, so. especially the ones that leave like right when the credits start rolling. I'm like, come on, you guys! Even if this is like mm-hmm. one of you, like, if even if you you're coming to this, you've at least seen other movies. You know, yeah. there's that like post credit scenes or mid credit scenes, right? Like just just stay for the whole thing. You're probably gonna miss something. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. I I think the next I keep saying like oh like I I want to just yell out like. You know, because like I'll, I, I'll do my best not to spoil myself, but I'll do like a search before I go see one of these movies just to see how many scenes there are, right? Mm-hmm. So this one I didn't search it up. I I asked a friend who had seen it, like the showing before me. I was like, "Okay, how many scenes are there?" He's like, two. I'm like, "Okay, perfect." So I know to stay for the whole time. Yeah, I think the next one I go to, I'm just gonna yell it out as soon as the credits start rolling. Just there's one or there's two, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just so so people don't miss it, right? So and mm-hmm. I get it. Not everybody's as heavily invested or that as like yeah. you. Or Some people I. just don't care. Yeah. yeah, I and I get that, but like you know, there's also just you know, if you've kind of ignorance, if you've been to these movies before, like you know, there's going to be something coming up. Why are you leaving? Like <laughs> it's it's so. entirely possible that they have no idea of the post credit scenes because they see the credits and they're like, okay, I'm just going to go. So they've and then when they watch the movie at home afterwards, they just like turn it off as soon as the credits go because, yeah. you know, most, like 99% of movies out there have nothing after the credits as soon as they start to roll. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's entirely like possible. Movies, yeah, yeah. If, and then, then if you don't read about it online afterwards because you're like, I enjoy these movies, I'm just going to go and that's it. 
It's yeah. entirely possible that you just don't know because you've never seen it. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's like a, I can't think of. Well, it's, it's, it's a like, stupid, you know, it's those, a stupid pet peeve I know, but yeah, <laughs> that's, it, that's it one is. thing where I'm the, just like, yeah. you guys, come yeah. on, we know this. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's kind of like those people that like, like you know the the meme where someone tweeted some like a picture of their food. They're like, good food, bone apple tea instead of like. Yeah. <laughs> Bon Appetit, um, yeah. like the French. Like It's like one of those things, like if you just go your whole life thinking that it's bone apple tea and no one corrects you, then it's bone apple tea. Yeah. Like until someone tells you otherwise. And so for the post credit scene, if you just go your whole life thinking like there is literally nothing as soon as the credits show up, then yeah, yeah. there's there's no post credit <laughs> scenes. Like it's just one of those things that if you don't know, you don't know. And I mean, like, so, obviously, it's, it's more prevalent, like, in the last decade, right? Especially mm-hmm. with comic book movies. But mm-hmm. I mean, like, even Ferris Bueller's Day Off had a post-credit scene. They, yeah. they aren't a new thing, necessarily. So, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I get it. Most movies, you know, don't have that. But yeah, sometimes you never know, right? Mm-hmm. So, basically, a good way to judge it is if the lights turn fully on in the theater, you're good to go. If they don't, probably stay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, but now the, the more you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we're pushing two hours here, so <laughs> it's I've been our longest one for time. a while. It has. It's. Uh, I, I think we have to wrap this up. So, thank you everybody who tuned in, and uh, thank you to everybody that uh, stuck around till the very end. Um, and thank you to everybody who's listened to this after because they haven't seen No Way Home yet. And then they're like, well, if they're talking about it, it's got to be a good movie. So I'm going to go see it and then come back and listen. We talked about thank it for almost that. an hour. <laughs> we talked about it for over an hour. For over an hour. And I <laughs> yeah. still could go off about this. Like we could have oh, yeah. an entire episode dedicated to this. That is like mm-hmm. two hours on its own or yeah. more. And I would still be wanting to talk about stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Nate, where can they uh, send you Spider-Man memes that uh, don't lag <laughs> dude send me memes if you want to just talk about the movie or anything like that if you just want to talk like spider-man nerdy with me like feel free to message me at tate Thomas t-a-t-e-n-h-o-m-i-s you want people to talk nerdy to you talk nerdy to me and i like spider-man memes as well so send them my way at carter underscore pots p-o-t-t-s underscore 97 and as well uh at quack report pod on pretty much everything point at me point at me we don't have a third one but we're doing the meme here we go